and welcome to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, where my dad, Nick Benson, and Justin Moss talk about being salt and light in a bland and dark world. Welcome back to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. I'm here with my brother, Nick Benson and Justin Moss. And uh, here at uh, the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, we want to uh, illuminate, preserve and illuminate uh, what we what we do, what we need to hold fast to be true, uh, but really be light in the dark world, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, welcome. We got uh, episode number 36, Nick. Nice. Congratulations. You made you're, it. You're 36 episodes old. <laughs> <laughs> getting there. So today's today's topic we wanted to to talk about uh, serving in ministry, uh, something that's near and dear to both of our hearts, right? Something uh, that uh, has probably you know I hope that's you know changed both of our lives and our walks, mm. uh, but also just an opportunity to to uh, to share with others and glorify God, right, with the with the gifts that He's given us. So uh, to that end, Nicholas, yes. First of all, how are you? Yes, sir. Uh, good. Yeah. How you doing? I'm good. Man. Yeah. Another week, another week in the books, in the books, on to the weekend. Happy for this uh, divine appointment, right? Funnest part of the of the week is uh, the weekend, right? In my opinion, because I get the most family time, and yeah. um, and that's funny to say, but it's uh, also a time of serving because mm. um, Sundays are on the weekends, and a lot of the things we do on a Sunday have to do with you know serving or worshiping you know so it's it's either we're attending church and getting fed mm. praising and worshiping him in that way or uh on a weekly serving too you know either at church before church after church um and it really gets the week going on the right mm. on the right foot and serving's changed a lot in my life from uh from what i thought it meant <laughs> to now what i believe it means um, because I thought serving was always something that someone was supposed to do for me. They're supposed to serve me. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then as I've gotten older and as I've grown and, you know, matured a little bit, mm. a little bit, very little bit, um, <laughs> I've learned that, uh, serving's, you know, in my head is a privilege mm. and it's not just serving as in like, you know, a waiter or waitress serving you food. It's a service, uh, to him and mm. service unto him. And so that's why I even wrote down serving as a privilege, not a chore, mm. uh, because we can think of it that way. Oh, uh, I, I've heard myself say it and caught it many times where I've said, oh, I have to serve this weekend. And then I think about it and it convicts me because mm. I've said I have to serve this weekend. I don't have to serve. Right. It's it's a choice I should be making. It's a privilege, not a chore mm. or a task. Um, but if my mindset is saying I have to serve, I'm not thinking or, or doing it correctly. You know, what I've come to believe because we can serve in, uh, in looking for attention. We can serve in, Mm. um, I'm doing better than someone else because I'm, you know, we've talked about the, the, you know, the good things we do isn't, you know, not, that's not our gateway or our entrance to heaven is not because we do good things. It's It's not our works. Yeah. So. Uh, and serving can play a huge role in that because we can be like, oh, I'm serving in all these different areas of the church and ministry. And mm. um, so I'm a good person. I'm good to go. But it's like, yeah, you could be doing it for the wrong reasons. Your heart could not be uh, doing it for the, you know, the right purpose or uh, mm. keeping the main thing, the main thing. So 
uh, it's definitely changed a lot and grown uh, my idea of serving. Um, but serving in ministry, um, go it's such a it's a broad statement. Very. Um, and for me, my first ministry, and I, I think you agree with this, is is our family. Mm-hmm. So we have to be the servant of our home as well. As long you know, a servant leader. That's mm-hmm. kind of like our little you know quote that we say and we mm-hmm. go by because we are leaders, but we're also servants. Um, so that's actually what made me think uh, of Mark ten forty five. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually forty three through forty five. Because it starts by saying, Jesus is saying, but among you, it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you must be a slave to everyone, a slave of everyone else. For even the son of man came not to be served, but to serve others and give his life as a ransom for many. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if Jesus came to be a servant and says, you know, the the last will be first, you know, or the, mm-hmm. the, the leader must be a servant. You know, that's to me, that's telling me point blank and, and very purposeful. Hey, Nick, in order to be a leader, you got to lead by example. And what kind of example? By Jesus' example. And he was a servant. He came mm-hmm. to serve. So you got to lead by that example. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, you know, for me, that's that's layered out over years of learning what service meant and what, what it means to serve God, not just go to church or not just say I'm a Christian, like mm-hmm. actually put it into action. And service is like one of the best ways to, to do that. No doubt. No doubt. And, you know, Jesus gives the example of, of, of service, right? Mm-hmm. And then what service is, because you, you brought up a great point, which is where I went with this too. Is that understanding like what our, our service is, who it's on to, and then not asking for attention, not asking for, uh, you know, glorification, not looking for accolades from people, mm-hmm. not looking for a title or stature or anything else in return for your service. Mm-hmm. Um, but really being humble in service, right? Really, um, you know, doing your service onto the Lord, which is really, you know, where I went. And you brought up Mark um, and I actually had, you know, I was I was in John. Um, and, 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 you know, after Jesus, you know, washes the disciples feet, you know, right before he does Peter's, he has this cool little interaction, right? Mm-hmm. Where Peter's like, no way, Lord, you can't, you know, you can't wash my feet. Yeah. You know, I, I should be washing yours. And he's like, you can't, you can't work for me unless this happens. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, all right, do my head too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you <know>? Bathe me. <laughs> Bathe me. Yeah. I had to tell, let's go Lord. But the, the, the interesting thing, and uh, I, I'm only going to point out one verse and then I kind of want to go to Ephesians here. Um, was how how Jesus kind of closes that 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 portion of scripture, just that little section, because he says, "If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them." Mm-hmm. Amen. Blessed are you if you do them. So we've talked about this a couple times. Like you've heard it now, right? So now you, you it's on you, right? Right? Are you going to do it or are you not? And um, as as I you know. Um, gave my heart to the Lord, accepted Jesus Christ into my heart. And I started like praying and realizing, you know, how my personal morality BC days was governing, you know, my decisions and my thought process. And then inside of those confines, I really justified 
that I was a good person. I said, oh, I'm a good person, mm -hmm. right? Because I do good things, mm -hmm. right? I don't steal, I don't lie, I don't cheat, right? I don't do all these things, even though you do, right? On some level, but you're like, I'm not, you know, I'm not being convicted of these things in a court of law. And I'm not, I'm, I'm only doing it, you know, uh, little white lies or these other things, right? So that morality began to, you know, kind of create these things where I believed that I was a good person. Once I compared myself to Christ, I realized how jacked up I was. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh, good night. <laughs> yeah. There's an issue with me. Well, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> we got work to do, Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but through that, through that time and that process of sanctification, I realized that I was given my salvation. I was given access to heaven. I, I owe him everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to work. I'm going to put in work. Right. I'm not doing it because this is, you know, this is what I think I should do. And this is going to grant me a certain status in a certain place. But this is in recognition and appreciation for what I was given. And I'm going to give him my all. Right. You, you got it all right until the day that I hang up, you know, my my my, my servant's badge because I can't anymore i'm gonna go 100 percent. i'm mm -hmm. gonna go hard right. right i'm gonna go real hard um and 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 i've been blessed enough to have examples of what that of what that looks like but the interesting thing is like we 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 also know people who may be gifted in areas or may have certain talents and stuff but they don't serve like they are just doing the bare minimum and i'm just going to show up to church because that's what i think church is mm -hmm. like that's good that's that's the first little baby step right right but you're no different than any kid in the kids ministry that got brought to church too right you're both going to get a message mm -hmm. right yeah. and you're both probably going to remember a little bit of it but what do you do with it yeah. like what are you going to do with it right it wasn't given to us for us to hold right we've talked about this but we we have to be conduits but that's why i i wanted to point out that verse 17 because you know blessed are you if you if you if you do them mm -hmm. And that's something that's always been kind of, you know, heavy on my heart is to actually do that work for the Lord. But in Ephesians chapter four, um, and it's a lot of verses, um, but I'm going to kind of, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to cut through a little bit of it here. Um, Ephesians chapter four, verses seven through 16. And it talks about like the gifts that you're given, right? Yeah. But the cool thing about this uh, portion of scripture is that he, Paul starts this portion. Um, by explaining in verse seven, but to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Mm -hmm. So you would think that, you know, a gift was given according to his grace, but it's actually reversed. Grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. So that gift that we have is through Christ mm -hmm. and it's only by the grace of God that we have it. Mm -hmm. so it's not just a gift but it's like a gift that's wrapped in grace yeah and if we can just kind of grasp that like your talents and abilities what you have at, as you're serving in ministry is a gift from god right wrapped in his grace the nlt says that each one of us he gave has given each one of us a special gift through the generosity of christ yeah and which is a, the grace there's an asterisk next to it and it says greek grace grace brother yeah that's cool so that grace that we're given yeah. right yeah yeah or and that gift is something you can't misuse or abuse right but it's only as good as what you do with it <laughs> right yeah you know i was i was blessed this father's day i even asked my wife i was like did you do something yeah i was like this is too good yeah <laughs> <laughs> and she was like what <laughs> 
like, you idiot. I'm not going to give you anything anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, you know, it's like that. <laughs> I'm always messing stuff up. Yeah. I was going to say, we're all like that. We're all yeah. bad at receiving gifts. Right. <laughs> like, no, think, think about this special gift <laughs> right. we're talking about. Right. How long did it take us to receive it? <laughs> right. How long did it take us to mess it up? <laughs> Ten oh, seconds. Yeah. I was say right away. <laughs> um, but it's that it's it's wrapped in grace. It's that gift wrapped in grace, right? And now I'm gonna skip over to chat to, to verse eleven and then read through sixteen real quick. Okay. Um, and, and then it says, and he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the equipment of saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro, carried about every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking truth and love may grow up in all the things to him who is head, Christ, from the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effect of working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. So there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot, right? That's a, that's all. That's like a sermon's yeah, worth cool. of, of of information. <laughs> but really, we have these gifts in each level of our gifts in whatever ministry or facet that we're able to serve in. You know, we're to we're to do that. Yeah. Right. But to 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 God be the glory. And it's going to be in Jesus's name, but it can't be, you know, the, the, the Justin Moss ministry, right? That is, that is foul, mm -hmm. right? And that will not be blessed. Yeah. But that humble servant and that humble servitude onto the Lord will allow us to edify others, to prepare others. And it just continues to go forth. It just continues to multiply. Mm -hmm. But the last portion of this scripture finishes in that one word that's key to everything that we do. And that's love. Right. It has to be in yeah. love. Every every part of our service has to be in love. And it has to be for the Lord. If we're looking at the people in front of us trying to serve that person, we may miss what the purpose of ministry is. Yeah. It's to draw that person to the Lord. But we can't look at that person and say, I'm going to serve you. Because then we're going to look for some kind of reciprocation. Like, I need something from you. I need you to say thank you. If I held the door open for you, yeah. you have to say thank you. No. Is that why you held the door open? Yeah. Then you shouldn't be holding the door open. Right. Right. True. So we have to we have to kind of frame, you know, our service to that extent. And that's something that I learned early on in ministry because the Lord humbled me. Mm -hmm. Right. That's usually how it works. Yeah. That's usually how it works. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, you think you're cool? Yeah. How about Watch now? This, this. <laughs> Watch this. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. Um, you made me think of, I make the joke that. You know, on a Sunday, if you go to our church, our church looks big. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it is, and it, it is. You know, yeah. for the most part, it is a, a, a larger church. It's nice. Like the grounds are amazing, a lot of people. But then, when it comes to serving, then you see like the core of the church, mm -hmm. and that core is a lot smaller than what shows up on a Sunday or a Wednesday weekly basis. Unfortunately, um, so when we're you know, like thinking off the top of my head, I'm thinking of like homeschool, like after an event, uh, we have to like clean up before the event, we have to set up, obviously. And then after the event, we have to clean up. Well, that's usually where the servants are few, you know, mm -hmm. and the laborers are few at that right, point. Right. Uh, but the harvest is great because there's a lot of things to put away. Um, 
but I love Angel. Uh, we call him the Dark Angel. The Dark Angel. Uh, he, because <laughs> he's an Angels fan, but he's Dark Angel. Mm-hmm. He, he goes up to people and he'll ask them, uh, "Do you want to serve Jesus?" Instead of, instead of actually like telling them what their task is going to be when asking, like, hey, do you want to put these chairs away? Or, hey, do you want to go clean the bathroom? Because most people are going to say no because mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't want to. <laughs> but he comes up to them first and says, hey, do you want to serve Jesus? And then you're like, you can't really say no. <laughs> <laughs> so then you're like, uh, yes. Oh, well, we need to pick these t- tables up and put them away. You know, And it's funny, be- and we, me and Lonnie always make jokes about it because he's the one that comes and asks those questions. But then he's usually the one that's not <laughs> it's not doing the work. <laughs> yeah. But he gets the people there. Right. So it's like he's, hey, every, he's using the gift. That's that his he's, gift. He's a recruiter. Just, so <laughs> I'm not mad at that because he gets us some laborers. Um, and then, you know, obviously he does help too. I'm just kind of make, making fun. But um, Oh, no, it's out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No editing this podcast. No, no, he'll take it. He's good. Um, but it is, it, you know, that is that should be the heart of what we're doing service-wise mm-hmm. is serving jesus not yeah. because uh yeah yeah it does need to be done but mm-hmm. not because it needs to be done because we want to do it not because i have to do it because i want to do it you mm-hmm. know so i've tried to change that vocabulary and because you know it says that out of the heart you know the mouth speaks right so if my mouth is speaking i have to then that's ultimately something in my heart so right. I, i've been praying and trying to work on that so that my my mind and heart speak what i should be doing not what i have to be doing it's a a a must because of like you said where i'm so grateful and thankful for what he's done for me Mm -hmm. like i feel like i must give all i must give 100 percent, not because i have to but because i'm so grateful and thankful for what he's done for me i i feel like i at least can do my 100 yeah like that's the very least i should be able to do and um and it should be a want Mm. it should be a, a passion a desire um and yes the things do have to and you know what you know what convicted me on that uh one of the first convictions on that part on serving and being available uh was tim angelo at a father-son camping trip i think it was the first one me and isaac went to so it's probably you know seven years ago maybe or somewhere around there um and he was sharing out of ezekiel 22 30 and he was in 22 but 30 really got me because it says, I looked for someone mm. who might rebuild the wall of righteousness that guards the land. Mm. I searched for someone to stand in the gap in the wall so I wouldn't have to destroy the land, but I found no one. Yeah. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. I was like, I'm sitting here at this camping trip with my son, not plugged in anywhere except for sports that I want to do mm-hmm. because I want to play basketball. And I wasn't plugged in like, serving in any other way i was just paying to play basketball and going there and playing yeah we, i got a devotion and yeah we mm. prayed but that's not why i joined it so like from, right from you know from that devotion it mm. really it really hit me because i was like i'm one of the ones the lord's looking for and mm-hmm. i'm not available because i'm too busy doing me yeah when it, it's not about me <laughs> no and that's what that's what that's funny because i had that same that same conviction um but I was only willing to help out in athletics. Mm. So I veiled myself, right? Mind you, at that, at that time, you know, we had just moved back um, from, from Ohio. 
So I hadn't like gotten plugged in with our with, with, with my friends, my old friends, talked to a couple, but didn't didn't get plugged in. But because we were so isolated and secluded in Ohio, we kind of carried that same mentality to, to California. So I literally had nothing but time. Yeah. I had nothing but time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but would only avail myself just, you know, just to, you know, just air quotes here, but to help out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but I did want to serve, but I had that same that same um, conviction that you had because you know the 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 lord you know was 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 how can i put this he was working on me and like i mentioned earlier part of that sanctification but really was revealing to me like what what i did before and what i'm doing now Mm -hmm. i was really active before right i was coaching you know multiple teams and multiple sports i was playing on multiple teams and multiple sports like just, you know, sports was life. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, you know, there wasn't a day during the week that we had free a night during the week that we had free mm-hmm. ever. Right. Because we were just always at some kind of game. Uh, but now I was doing nothing. And the Lord was like, Oh, so you could, you could do all that for you, but what, what are you gonna do for me? Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll get to work, you know? And I prayed for, for years, mo- months and years to get to the point where I could serve. And then these opportunities availed themselves. And as I began to serve, like I will, I will tell you that there's nothing better than just like, for me personally, having my head down and just knowing like this is for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna just do as many stack as many chairs as I can for the Lord, right? Don't and, go over thirty, they'll fall. Huh, don't go, yeah, don't go over. They will, they'll tip over, and then they fall on you and makes a lot of noise. Everybody's like, "That's a servant over there, huh?" Yeah, a fumbling one. <laughs> the Lord's humbling you. <laughs> but but in all in all seriousness, like that that heart and that conviction, like, I still feel it like today, mm-hmm. like sometimes, and you, you might, you may or may not be able to attest to this, but it, very rarely will you see me standing still. Cause I feel like there's always something to do. Like there's always something I need to be doing. Like, mm-hmm. what, what can I be doing for the Lord? Like what's next? What's next? What's next? Yeah. Like I just, I just want to keep going. Part of that is that, like that conviction I still, still feel is real in my heart. And the other part is because of those who have gone before me, like I, I want to, I want to kind of, I want to maintain that level of, of, of service and witness to others. Mm. Like there's times where, you know, we're going to hang out and stand around, but if there's stuff to be done for the Lord, like, let's, let's do it. Yeah. Like, let's do it. Cause I don't know how long I'm going to be able to. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to empty the tank. I'm going to straight up empty the tank. Right. Yeah. This body's dying anyways right that's it put it to the test put it to the test see what you got put it to the limit uh speaking of to the limit one of the things and we may have even shared on this in a previous episode but um one of the things that the lord put on my head driving here was mm. we've talked about in conversation how athletics because we're on that topic mm. where that ministry is like one of the only ministries we get to oh, yeah. minister to people in the flesh straight up and in that moment and that's something that, you know, looking back on how I used to take that for granted, I used to just play and not really pay attention. I, and I wasn't a hothead. Like, I wasn't one that really got mad a lot, when, even playing in secular leagues before Christ, everything. I wasn't that type of player anyways, because um, I, I, I used to believe, like, I'll let my playing speak for me. Like, Why are you looking at me yeah. like that, Nick, when you said that? 
Because you, you know how we play. Yeah, you know how we play. Did you just challenge me? Yeah, right. yeah. Right. After we finish this, we'll go one on one. We're going to handle this. I brought my basketball too. Just I'm in shorts right now, so, <laughs> so we're so good. Am I. I mean, podcast will be paused. We'll be back. <laughs> uh, yeah, we just got in the flesh on. <laughs> where's the diminished? Where's the diminished? <laughs> Uh, but I mean, that just goes to show that the competition, you know, competition always has possibilities of fleshing out. Yeah. And athletics is competitive, mm-hmm. uh, even in church league, mm-hmm. and in a good way, because that's how we sharpen each other. We, mm-hmm. we, you know, we help each other and we push each other. You know, we we test each other because either you know, in jokes too. Lonnie's really good at that. He mm-hmm. he likes to poke fun at everybody and. And people love him for that too. Yeah. And uh, like my brother Stephen made it, you know, or not Stephen, uh, Lonnie made a joke about Stephen Shahomi because mm. he was doing worship for our homeschool. And he mm. was like, oh man, we got the B team because oh. it's not Jared. And I was like, oh man, like that's a foul thing. But Stephen's like, man, I love you, Lonnie. You're always keeping me humble. <laughs> <laughs> we should actually we should actually have a podcast and have Lonnie on here just to find out like how he gets away with some of the stuff. If I were to say some of the stuff that Lonnie said, oh yeah, I would be in like the biggest trouble ever. True, true. But I think that's just like I said, like Lonnie's just you know he's, he's Lonnie. Yeah, and you love him or hate him. <laughs> I love him. And I love I, yeah, him. I love him too. He's, I love that, he's hilarious, and yeah, yeah, he's rough, but he's hilarious too. And he's awesome to serve with. Yeah. He oh yeah. Always does the most and he's mm. always there if unless you know obviously we have work we have other things that keep us from doing some things but if we're available he's mm. one of those brothers that's there yeah like you need some he's yeah. there and and there's not enough of them no. you know there's not enough of those brothers there's not enough of those sisters that are willing to when available when the time you know like you mentioned that that period of your life where you had nothing but time mm-hmm. some people think that that's still busy because you know they're doing something else but they're not you they're not being good stewards of their time yeah and the best mm-hmm. way to be good stewards of our time is seek the lord and what he has to do you know has mm-hmm. you to do and he and trust me there's plenty of things to do mm-hmm. it's like one of those moments where you like ask your you know your dad's like you know do do go do something you're getting on my nerves you know and you're like there's nothing to do and then he asks you you want me to find something for you to do oh yeah and you're and then you're like oh i'm good I'm, you know, and you, go make my bed yeah so it's one of those moments you know yeah. like if you think like you have nothing to do and you can't get plugged in somewhere like mm. how about seeking the lord and asking him where he can use you because there's definitely somewhere you could be used and you have that gift yeah are you ready to use it right right So speaking speaking of those gifts and and what we're going to do with it, you know, we we have to remember that as as servants and as we go to serve in ministry, our heart has to be prepared for that. It has to be bathed in prayer. It can't be something that, you know, you desire or you think you're good at. It has to be a calling from the Lord. Mm. Um, And and as I was even, you know, thinking about that, I, I, I staying in Ephesians here. You know, in chapter six, you know, verses uh, five through eight really um, kind of talk about that relationship of a, of a bond servant, knowing that you have chosen to be a servant, mm-hmm. right? You have not been tapped as a slave, right? You have chosen to be in this uh, in this um, manner. But it says, starting at verse five, it says, bond servants, be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh 
with fear and trembling, in sincerity as heart, of heart, as to Christ, not with eye service as men pleasers, but as bond servants of Christ. So I'm going to pause there real quick because our service will be unto him. It won't be to the person that whoever you're reporting to or is orchestrating the event because there have been many times, right, where, you're, you know, me personally, like, you know, somebody said, you know, go do this. And it's like, don't, don't talk to me that way. <laughs> right. But then my heart gets checked and the Lord's like, they're not talking to you that way. I'm telling you to do it. Yes, Lord. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. It's different now. Right. Or there have been times where, you know, we may not agree with what somebody's doing. Like, I don't, I don't think that we should be doing it that way. Right. Like, you know, for instance, the chairs on the patio, we'll never get those right. We're never going to be able to stack those right. doesn't matter who has a picture of what. We're just never going to get those right. Yeah. We're never going to get them right. But it's all those times where we get into those situations where we're being challenged that we have to remember that it's, you know, that, that what it says here in verse six, it says, but as bond servants of Christ, that's what we have to do. And then he finishes this, that, that verse by saying, doing the will of God from the heart. It has to be from your heart. That right. service, like I mentioned, has to be from the heart and it has to be in the will of God. So that's why we have to pray about where you want to be and how you're going to serve. And it has to be spirit led. If it's on our own, we, you're going to fail. Mm -hmm. And the, the scary thing is, is when you're in ministry, you affect other people in ministry. You affect the people that you're serving. You affect the people that you're serving alongside. You affect what that ministry represents. There's more weight than we can even talk about grass or even, you know, um, put on paper about what that service is and what we're doing in the kingdom of God. We won't be able to understand it until we're in heaven. Right. But until then, we should look at scripture like this and understand that it's doing the will of God from the heart. It mm -hmm. has to be from our heart. Mm -hmm. Verse seven says, with goodwill doing service as to the Lord and not to men. So our service again is to the Lord, not to men. Mm -hmm. Knowing whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord, whether he is a slave or free. Whatever you want to call yourself, whether you're a slave or free, wherever you're under some kind of um, organization that you have to do it, like work, right? Yeah. Or it's, you know, our voluntary service at church where you're free. It has to be unto the Lord, regardless of what it is. So this necessary, this verse can not necessarily just be applied to ministry, but it can also be applied to work. And then in Colossians chapter three, which we'll get to hopefully in a little bit, that really kind of has a good, um, a good layout as well with, with similar connotations. But the point being made here is that our service is unto the Lord mm -hmm. and it has to be unto him, but it has to come from our heart. It has to be something that we desire. You know, for, for me personally, I prayed a lot about, you know, serving and having opportunities to serve and I was able to, you know, serve um, in the uh, athletics ministry. But during that time where I was just kind of, you know, helping out and, 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 and coaching, like I was praying about, you know, Lord, is this, is, 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 is this it? Is this all you're going to have me do? Because I want to serve you wholeheartedly. At that time, I just wanted to just, you know, I had this drive to serve him. But he had to do work on me before I was ready for more opportunities to serve. Right. Um, and. I realized as those opportunities came that one, you know, the God answers prayer, but two, that if that's your desire, he'll do the work that you need in you to get you to where you need to be. Mm -hmm. We just kind of have to have faith. But 
I could have stepped out on my own and jacked some stuff up. Mm -hmm. But waiting on the Lord was, was one of the wisest things I did, but I didn't even know I was doing it. It was really him kind of, right. you know, holding me back. Um, but that, that, that part of serving in ministry and it coming from the heart onto the Lord is, is like really important. It's key. Right. Yeah. You always say like, you know, we're, we're always leading. We're either leading people mm -hmm. to Jesus or leading people away from Jesus. And that can happen in how we're serving too, mm -hmm. because if we're only half heartedly serving or serving because we have to, ultimately that shows, you know, those emotions or actions show that we're you know, being like slothful about it or, mm -hmm. you know, just dragging our feet as we're doing it or complaining while we're doing it. Um, ultimately, that could be leading someone away from Jesus, because if they're hearing you or watching you, they're like, man, I thought he was like some, you know, like Christian and he's over there, <laughs> like complaining about picking up after himself, right. you know, like or he expects someone else to clean up after him. You know, we can we can even give off that vibe like, oh, man, why am I doing this? Why isn't so and so doing that? It's like, well, who are you to mm. tell somebody to do something? You know, like mm. it's if you noticed it, then the Lord put it on your heart. You do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't put it on someone else, you know. And that's, you know, that's where I, I verse eight just hit me right now when you're reading mm. it, because, you know, I never I never put two and two together, you know, where it says that we um the Lord will reward each one of us for the good we do, whether we are slaves or free. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I, I put those in two different categories, but you're just, the way you just said it, I'm like, oh, I, I'm both of those. Yeah. Like, cause yeah, when I'm working, if I'm working unto the Lord, I'm working as best I can and as hard as I can. Mm -hmm. And when I'm free, I'm doing it for free mm -hmm. because he loves me and he saved me. So I'm doing that the same way as hard or as much as i possibly can mm -hmm. so it's like oh that one really hit me because we are you know a bond servant we and we are also free too so in all areas of life we're supposed to be you know doing his work and mm -hmm. and faithfully doing his work and um richard he gonna shout out to him because he he sent me um you know, just words basically said obedience is greater than outcome. Mm -hmm. And he was like, Nick, you need to do a, de a Devo on this. It sounds like a good Devo title. And I thought it was funny. And then I was like, like, um, you know, like I only do those as they come to me, you know, spirit led where right. I was like, I'm not just going to do it because some dude told me to do it, <laughs> you know, friend or not. But at the same time, then I started like kind of resting on it. And I was like, man, that's actually pretty cool because sometimes, um, Sometimes we mix those, you know, we don't, we can't see the outcome, so we don't mm -hmm. want to do it. Yeah. Or we think there's no possibility, so we don't want to do it. Um, so the obedience to do things when you don't know what the outcome would be, that's like a pretty, pretty profound statement because our obedience should be mm. greater than what we see to be the outcome or lack thereof, you yeah. know, and that obedience sometimes is, uh, you know, taking it back to like homeschool, um, you know, we had the, promotion graduation night type thing and i wanted to leave shortly after the ceremony was done but there was still you know all the graduates were celebrating there was also a dinner served for all the people in in homeschool so there's you know looking around i'm like there's a there's a lot of stuff out here and mm -hmm. there's a lot of um probably gonna you know a lot of cleanup gonna need to happen and you know me I, like i love to serve 
But that moment, I was like, man, it's been a long day. I've been at work all day, and now mm-hmm. you know, now it's like getting to close to ten o'clock. We could just be going home. And and I was like looking at my wife and kind of like, man, I don't think we should be leaving. Like, like I I feel like you guys may need to leave at some point because the kids need to go to bed, but. Mm-hmm. I think I need to ride this one out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, brother like Lonnie and Angel, those those guys, same, they had that same thing. And we ultimately, you know, we got everything done, but we were there till like 1230 because mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of people to help. But, and honestly, there was a good amount of help. I'm not saying people weren't kind of picking up the slack, but there was a lot of stuff to do. Right. And it took us a while. But the whole, you know, like leading up to it, I was kind of like, I don't want to do this. And then even while doing, I kind of found myself like ready to complain about how much work still needed to be done. Mm-hmm. But I kept just saying, thank you, Lord, and, and putting my head down and just sweating it out because mm-hmm. it needed to be done. And like we've shared on like our services because of what he's done for us. So yeah. I'm like m- sweating and mad because I have to move some chairs and then I picture Jesus on the cross, and I'm like, "How about now? Right, yeah. <laughs> How about now? Put Nick? all the chair, put everything on my back right now. <laughs> I'm taking, I'm taking it all. Just you guys, everybody, go home. I got this. Ox, I guess. <laughs> but no, for real, it's it's you know, it uh, flesh is evil, man, yeah. and it makes you want to go there, but yeah. it's not. We're not supposed to do it because we we you know forced to do it because God doesn't force us to do anything. We have free will to make choices. And if we don't do it, he will have someone else do it. Mm. And he he already has his plan worked out. But mm. do we want to be a part of it? Do we want to make ourselves available? Do we want to take that special gift? Yeah. And that's it. Because it's interesting, and, and we've seen this, how the Lord will always provide servants for his, you know, for his work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but there's no, there's no vision for us even if we start counting people mm-hmm. for how much work is going to get done but i'm always blessed by when everything's done like it was all god's timing mm-hmm. you know it was all the lord's timing because we've had we've had days where you know to your to to, to what you're saying like we've been there till midnight right like you know, breaking stuff down and putting stuff back together or just setting up for the for, for the next day and then coming back at like five mm-hmm. you know five in the morning right you know four hours of sleep is is is, is brutal but there's never been a time where I haven't had the energy to do work for the Lord. No matter what has happened, there's sure. never been a time like where I've, where I've been, you know, you know, worked all day, serving, grinding, you know, and then, you know, I've been like, oh, I'm just like, I can't do anymore. I got to stop. I've never had that. Like, yeah. like my tank's never been empty. In yeah. fact, each time that we finished, I've had the same amount of energy when I finished as I did when I started. And, you know, that's because the Lord will give us what we need, but he just wants us to, to, to serve and honor him. Right. And sometimes, you know, we talk about like the chairs and the tables, like those things setting up the, the people that, that sit in those chairs and, and use those tables and attend the events and the stuff that's, that's taking place. Like they're not going to come up to you and say thank you. This was this chair was perfectly set up for me. <laughs> this is the best chair I've ever sat in. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not going to happen. But we labored over it. We labored over it. But the thing is, that service that we do with the right heart onto the Lord is that we've we've prayed 
for the person that's going to sit in that chair. We've prayed for the people that are going to attend the events. And we're trying to be the best examples that we can, you know, of Christ and a man for that matter in our church, which is which is so important because the problem with our whole society is that men are being projected as weak, lazy, mm-hmm. incapable, you know, vessels, mm-hmm. right? Where the truth is, you know, if there's anywhere you could find a good man, it should be at church, right? And, and we have to be those witnesses while we're serving at church so that other younger men have somebody to look up to because you and I had that and we still have that at church. We have men that we could look up to and, and say, that's a man of God. Those are footsteps that I could I can follow in. Yeah. And we have to be that in ministry. And it's not just in the men's ministry. It's any ministry across the the, the, the church. But it can't only happen at church. Like yeah. the man that we are at church has to be the same man that we are in our home. Mm-hmm. has to be the same man that we are at work. Right. We have to be a, a witness and somebody that, you know, our children can look up to at home, their friends can look up to at work that employees can look up to and say, that's a godly man. Mm-hmm. Um, and even people that you deal with customers, whatever it is, they could look up to you and say, that's a godly man. And then same thing at church. So our servant in ministry isn't just isolated to, to church. It's also in every facet of our life. Mm. But going back to it has to be our heart and, and, and what we're working for in Colossians chapter three is always like my go-to uh if i'm like having a bad day or if i just don't feel like doing something i always kind of go to colossians chapter 3 verses 22 through 25 because it reminds me right Mm -hmm. and it starts off just like ephesians 6 right where it says bond servants obey in all things your masters according to the flesh not with eye service as man pleasers but in sincerity of heart here's the key thing fearing god Mm -hmm. fearing god In verse 23, it says, and whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord, you will receive your reward of the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. Right. And then Mm -hmm. 25, but he who does wrong will be repaid for what he has done. And there is no partiality. Mm -hmm. So if you think that you're doing good, just go straight to verse 25. (laughs) If you're convicted and you don't want to do anything, Go to verse 22 through mm-hmm. 24. Right. But this always ministers to me uh, because I, I I forget and get caught up in what needs to get done or what I agree with or how I'm going to do something or why something's being done. And all I have to do is just give it over to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then the rest, if he wants it to happen, it'll happen. Right. Then it's his will. And if it's his will, then I better do what he wants me to do. Right. right? Yeah. I shouldn't be that guy going, oh, we shouldn't do that. Yeah. Right. So make sure that, you know, we're pre-prayed. Yeah, true that. Yeah, it's cool that you brought that up because I had a conversation recently with my mom about this same type of thing um, where she was uh, was concerned with um, not her job, but the the section of the hospital that she works in Mm -hmm. of um, productivity. Like basically they... They weren't doing. They weren't holding up to their end of the bargain as a group, as a team. Mm. And when my mom's looking at, it, she's like, "Man, I'm doing so many of these things where a lot of these other people that are full time aren't even doing half of that." Mm. And it was, you know, it probably became like almost frustrating. Where she's like, "I'm doing all this work, mm. and man, we're all gonna like pay for it because the rest of them aren't holding up to their end of the bargain." Or then, you know, I listened to. I think it was Tony Evans, actually, it was, you know, he's talking about his, uh, the calling and, 
how to use that and and how uh, to be a witness in your calling, whether it, it, being outside the church, like you were saying, like it, the service doesn't just happen in in church. It's happening outside as well. Mm-hmm. So and I was able to share with my mom, like, uh, mom, you're you're doing what the Bible says, like you're working as hard as you can, giving all the glory to God mm-hmm. and the, the other people aren't. So like at the end of the day, yeah, you guys might get as a team, there might be questions, but light exposes the darkness. So the mm-hmm. people that are being lazy or the people that are not holding up to their end of the bargain, they will get called out eventually. Yeah. So keep doing what you're doing. Don't regret, you know, di- whatever the digress, I guess mm-hmm. it would be uh, backwards towards um, their work mm-hmm. habits. Like, no, keep doing what you're doing because at the end of the day, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. They're the ones slacking off. They're the ones that will, you know, be called out they'll get what they you know what they deserve at the end mm. of the day ultimately without partiality without partiality yeah god Ooh. shows no favorites so watch that, out yeah so that's you know that's pretty cool that um we even get to a topic like this and have those ha- things happen in our lives we're mm. like you know like oh yeah man I, I just seen the lord work in that very exact situation <laughs> like mm-hmm. oh, awesome yeah and that's a trap of the enemy is getting caught up in the um what everybody else is doing, right? Like comparing yourself to other people. And, you know, I work for a large company, so that's like, that's all it is, is people are like, you know, I call it parades. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's just parading themselves out there. And then sometimes, you know, I get frustrated mm-hmm. and I won't, I like, I refuse to parade myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I get like discouraged and frustrated. Like, why, why do I have to watch this? Why am I a part of this? Like, Lord, why am I here? And then he's like, what other light would there be? Like, All right, I better get back to work. Right. Better get back to work. All right. Uh, closing notes, Nicholas. Closing notes. Uh, for me, mm-hmm. I want to end it on, because it's one of the things I've learned um, in serving, is that it's a form of fellowship. Mm. Because, we didn't touch on that. Yeah. And so to me, that was huge because I always, I liked like-minded fellowship in sports Mm -hmm. and never never would have guessed that i would also enjoy that same type of fellowship and serving yeah because it's the same thing you're sweating your heart like like Mm -hmm. you said you you've never gotten tired serving the lord and like i when you said that i like three things popped in my head where Mm -hmm. i'm like man you're right like i never once got tired during those moments yeah they were they were hard Mm -hmm. and i sweated but i never didn't have the power and I never got tired to where I had to quit. I was able to finish everything. And obviously that's the Lord given the power and the strength. And it's also the brother doing it next to me Yeah. and him and the other brother next to me. Those are all, we're sharpening each other mm-hmm. as we're serving because, you know, we are men. So we're like, one's not going to quit before the other. Like we're going <laughs> to, we're going to work hard, you know, like it's, it's, oh yeah, that's an accountability partner right there. Like, what do you mean? It's hard. I know it's hard. It's hard for me too, but what, you're going to quit? No, I'm not going to quit. Like, okay, let's keep going then. Oh, you're taking two tables now. I'm going to take two. two. That's why I said, put it on my back. I'm an ox. Um, But going along with that, um, because I wrote that. And then at the same time, I thought serving is a form of fellowship. And then I was like, man, actually serving could be all four pillars of our church. Yep. Because word, you know, so you're being a doer. That's, you're not being, you know, you're not just saying it. You're being a doer of the word. Worship, your your service, the service is done in his name for his glory, right? So you're Mm -hmm. serving him. That's worship. 
withness, just shared on that. That's the fellowship, sharpening each other, bonding time. Mm-hmm. You grow as brothers. There's two ways to grow closer to someone, go on a road trip with them mm-hmm. or live with them. That's the same type of thing, being a roommate or uh, doing work together, mm-hmm. like, a, like a hard work, yeah. you know? Tilling of the ground, right? It, you you will manual be, labor. You will become closer friends because you're going to bond to that. Mm-hmm. And the last one is witness, and it's because you're leading by Jesus's example. Yeah. Or you're putting legs to your faith. That's mm. a little saying that people say. But. Putting legs to your faith. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. What about you? Um, closing notes. Yeah, closing notes. A couple couple things. Um, first of all, Psalm, Psalms two chapter. Oh, sorry, chapter two, verse eleven. Mm. Um, it simply states, serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. And that's something that really ministered to me. Very short, mm-hmm. very concise. Um, but I love how it's worded because it says, serve the Lord with fear. We, we should have fear and reverence mm-hmm. for the Lord, like yeah. seriously. And when you, when you serve and you actually have fear, there's uh, a fire that's an ignited in you to make sure that you do it right. If you get in trouble by your dad and he told you to do something, it's going to be so perfect to make sure that you don't get in trouble again. Yeah. That's just an example. That's not how it works, but that's just an example. But that fear that we have should really ignite a fire in us to serve and to make sure that we're serving and we're giving it it all. And it's from the heart. It's not out of a have to, like you were saying earlier, right. but it's, I want to, Yeah. like, this is, this is, this is for the Lord. And then I, I challenge anybody listening to, to to step out in faith and and, and 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 try the Lord, right? Step out in faith and serve and see what he has for you and see if you're tired, right? See if it wears you out, right? Yeah. See if he can't, see if he doesn't fill your tank, right? right? And then um, as I was, you know, praying and thinking about this, this particular um, episode, you know, the Lord put on my heart this, this particular sentence that I actually just wrote down. I put, you know, our service and ministry should be worship and sacrificial so it's not for personal gain and a witness to others of Jesus, oh, yeah. which is pretty similar. I was just going to say, that's crazy. That's pretty similar to what you said. And I wrote that down because I, I that one that ministered to me, it was a thought that the thing that the Lord had put on my heart. But really, if, if, if we were to put down in one sentence, what, you know, service and ministry is, then, you know, this would, this would be, this right. would be it. Right. But I like how you tied it into the four pillars because that's, that's really what, you know, and, and, and pastor's wisdom that he brought forth. And one of the things that drew me to our church um, was when you walk on campus, you can see the uh, the steadiness the dis- and the discipline that pastor has mm-hmm. just by looking at the campus. Right. You know, everything's nice. Everything's kept up. You know, everything looks really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, you would be amazed to find out how old it is. Mm-hmm. But everything looks good. But you can go in and see everything's in order. And it's not because he's some kind of dictator or anything like that. It just shows you what a good steward right. of what he has been given and what a ser- what what serve what servant's heart he has. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is something that, you know, for me, I paid attention to that. That was one of the first things I noticed. Yeah, you know, something that the Lord spoke to my heart that that was my home. Mm. Uh, but also that that was my pastor, because in order for you to serve you have to have that heart to serve but you have to be willing to follow somebody right and you know i'm willing to follow jesus and give him everything that i have all day long Uh, but the question is you know do 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 you Mm. who's listening to this podcast right now Mm. 
That's a challenge, by the way. All right. Praise out. Yeah. Dear Jesus, thank you for today, and thank you for um, another opportunity to to record a, a conversation here with my brother, and I just thank you for the time we've been able to to talk about you and share about the things you've done in and through our lives, and I pray that anybody listening to this was was ministered to or touched in a way that um, that brings them closer to you, and we just pray that you get all the glory and that they hear, um, they heard you in this, in this uh, episode, Lord, and and they weren't looking for what we might say as uh, as some sort of uh, intelligence or or even saying that we know um, all things or that we've accomplished so many different things. And it's just, I just pray they hear you and uh, hear servants um, giving our testimony, but also giving um, light and and tools to to the people listening to to be able to to use and to apply in, in their walks and in their lives and in a way that. Uh, also honors you, and I just thank you for the opportunity you've given us to to share. And I just I pray that um, anybody listening right now, if they um, if they need you or have never uh, welcomed you into their heart, that they do that um, right now. And I just thank you for being there for us all, and and always available uh, to even the unbeliever to to that repentant heart, Lord. I just thank you for making yourself available to to all of us and continually drawing us closer to you. And I pray that we um, all stay on the path, uh, that narrow path heading in your direction. I just thank you for all that you do in and through our lives. I thank you for Justin and his family and, and making this available and an opportunity um, available to, to, to share and record. And I just pray that you get all the glory. And I thank you. I love you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And don't forget, Jesus loves you. And so do we. Thank you for listening to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. We hope and pray this episode has brightened up your day. We appreciate you, and if possible, please post or share with anyone anyone that may also enjoy our podcast. God bless.